Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Springtime in Paris is lovely to behold. I've never been there personally, but other people say it is. Charles was a young man touring the city for the first time in April, 1907. After taking in many sights, lunchtime came around and he was famished. He made his way to a chic restaurant and was seated at a small outdoor table. He ordered a bottle of Chateau Margaux, a young but exciting red wine he discovered days earlier. Enjoying a healthy sip from his glass in anticipation of the waiter's return to take his order, he suddenly noticed him, along with what seemed to be the rest of the establishment's waiters, storm out of the restaurant and begin to shout and chant. Charles and the other patrons looked at each other in bewilderment. It didn't take long for the police to arrive and break up the protesting servers. Thankfully, it only got more confusing. An officer walked up to Charles, a young, humble American tourist, craving duck l'orange. The officer pointed down the street and abruptly commanded him to Vaten, Get lost. Now shocked and frustrated, on top of utterly confused, Charles exited the eatery, hoping the next restaurant he came by would be drama-free. Alas, he was wrong, and like him, there were a number of other young American men getting kicked out of restaurants by the police. The Americans were unfortunately dining in the wrong city at the wrong time. The police assumed they were members of the waitstaff, since they lacked the same, physically defining feature as the men on strike. The waiters were sick of their clientele, their bosses, and the French culture. They had endured the humiliation for far too long. Enough was enough. Yes, their wages and work hours were far from ideal, even pitiful, but even these hot-button issues paled in comparison to the emasculating prohibition of mustaches. The mustache was long considered more than just a facial accoutrement. It was part of the Frenchman's masculine identity, what distinguished man from boy. But the hairy upper lip was considered forbidden for the lower class. Those who worked in much humbler roles, like waiters, servants and clergymen were not allowed to have facial hair. The merest sight of a mouth brow would get you in trouble, and you could only return to work when you were clean-shaven once again. Conversely, men who served in the French military, save for some in the lowest of ranks, were mandated to grow mustaches. The rule was so strict that men who couldn't or struggled to grow one disguised their upper lip with a faux mustache to avoid a dishonorable discharge. And of course, many of the soldiers returned to their homes, looking for work when their time of service was over. Some veterans went into the waiting profession, and to their utter dismay, were forced to remove their furry badge of honor, a testament to their distinguished service in the military. It was just as demoralizing for the wives of waiters as it was for them. According to one newspaper, many women claimed they would rather starve with a jobless husband than live with an employed and mustacheless one. Quite simply, the stash was in vogue amongst the wealthy, and when it came to their own house staff, it distinguished the master from the servant. Restaurants, as we now experience them, were just beginning to emerge, and both the upper and middle classes 
were looking to enjoy the same at-home experience in their humble abodes out on the town. It was an extended false sense of superiority. Well, waiters throughout Paris were sick of it, abandoning their places of work and demanding the inherent right to sport a crumb catcher. The unrest even gained the attention of the French Parliament, where a man named Antide Boyer proposed a bill that would outlaw bans on the face broom. Anyone caught breaking the law would face up to three months in prison. The bill failed to pass, and servers across the city had to continue fighting on their own. Nevertheless, the revolt lasted only a short while. By the month of May, restaurants caved to the demand and waiters rejoiced. I'm sure losing as much as 25,000 francs in daily revenue was also a major factor in the decision to unban them. Parisian waiters were finally men once again, returning to their jobs with the pride of their upper lip on full display. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.